Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. What's going on, guys? This is Gary. This is Josh. Let's talk soccer. How's it going? I'm good. How are you? Nice. You wrapped up uh, the State Cup for Georgia yesterday with a beautiful, beautiful free kick from probably, what, three meters outside of the penalty area? Yeah, so 21, 20 yards probably. Yeah. Meters. Yeah. Um, Just left of goal. Bent it, curled it up and over a three-man wall and put it in the upper left corner of the goal out of reach of the goalkeeper. Yep. And you guys won 1-0 because of that. Congratulations. Very, very cool. All right, guys. Let's go ahead. So before we jump into anything fantasy-related, and we will, let's first talk Champions League final. All right. Let's go. All right. Score. 3-1. Real Madrid. Real Madrid. A little bit... Probably of a different outcome than I think a lot of people were thinking it would be. I think uh, Liverpool seemed like sort of a team of destiny, mm-hmm. uh, led by Salah during that game. But um, to me, I think that's pretty close to what I predicted. I think I said four two. Yeah, I got the amount of goals uh, won by correct. Yes, I didn't get the exact score correct, but oh, I was pretty close. Pretty close. Um, so 13 Champions League titles for Real Madrid, yep. and this was the third in a row. It's pretty much just the norm for them to at least make it to the final each year. <clears throat> and, I mean, what can you say? They're just so dominant. So despite a somewhat lackluster, at least uh, for their own um, comparison uh, in La Liga, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of hard to argue they're not the best team in Europe. Yeah, I mean... They turn it on when... It really counts because pretty much as as poor as they do and in, um, in La Liga, yep. you automatically qualify if you win the Champions League right. the next season. Yeah. So it's not even like they're doing super poor. No. It's just a lot less uh, high quality compared to the Champions League side. And compared to how they normally yep. perform in their domestic league. But, uh, I mean, arguably... The best teams in Europe play throughout the entire Champions League tournament uh, starting in the fall. So, you know, you can make an argument that mm-hmm. that Real Madrid are the best team in Europe. And also Zidane. Three Champions Leagues in his first three seasons. Yeah. And I, I they think were, Sir Alex only has two. They were talking about, you know, if, uh, if they didn't win Champions League of giving him the boot at the end of this season, which seems... Sort of crazy. Yeah, I mean, the last two years, two Champions Leagues, right. La Liga title. Yeah. I mean, and he wasn't able to spend very much either. Yeah. So. Yep. Um, Bale's bicycle kick. Brilliant. Um, Better or worse than Ronaldo's bicycle kick early hmm. in the Champions League? Let's go. Okay, let's do this. Uh, because they're, they're contextually, say. they're different. Yeah. Um, form. Ronaldo. And just the overall physicality of it. Ronaldo. He gets much higher, and it's a yeah. lot cleaner. Yes. I agree with that. Um, in terms of importance and relevance, Bales. Yes. He Without a doubt. Game winner. <clears throat> and yep. just, just the occasion as well. Champions League final. Yep. On the other end, 
So while Bale is, is celebrating a bicycle kick and a brace to win Champions League for his team, uh, Loris Karius yeah. in the Liverpool goal just had a nightmare of a game. Yeah, I I personally feel bad for him. I'm I a feel, Manchester United fan. feel terrible. But even though even though he's a Liverpool, the Liverpool goalkeeper, I have empathy for him. And it's such a big occasion. Yeah. I can understand if the nerves got to him. Oh, and um, those goals were unforgivable. I, yeah. I feel that is that's not what you want to see, even against your worst. And you want to beat you want to beat your competitor at their best. Yeah, and <clears throat> and it seems like most of the Liverpool fans have sympathy for him. Yeah, and he was very he like he was crying after the match. And yeah, he, he apologized. So suppose he hasn't been sleeping. I, I I don't. We'll see how Klopp responds. I think I think they needed a a, a world class goalkeeper. Anyway, um, this probably just, you know, put the last nail in the coffin, so to speak. But um, I think he'll – he maybe he'll stay at Liverpool. Maybe as their number two. Um, yeah, but he I will not be their number one. I can personally see them maybe going out for Butlin, maybe. Yeah. Considering he just got relegated. Yeah. Um, and I could see Karius going on for more of the, the <clears throat> Carabao Cup and the FA Cup from now on. Yeah. Because yeah. even though he made the mistakes, he's still – a pretty good keeper. He had a good season. I mean, Liverpool had a good year, and he was one of the reasons why. Yeah, he only, I think they had, just conceded a goal a game, and yeah. I mean, that's very good. <clears throat> and I mean, they got through to the Champions League final, and he certainly had something to do with that. Yeah, the thing about goalies is, or goalkeepers, one match pretty much shadows over everything else yes. done. One mistake. You're always as good as your the, last game. That shadows over everything. Yep. yep. Unlike forwards where, right. if they score... But they miss a ton of chances. Right, it's a lot more forgiving. Oh, yes, yeah. There's li- very little margin for error when you're a goalkeeper. Yep. Um, next up in Champions League, the Sergio Ramos Mosala incident. Um, <laughs> Sergio Ramos, according to reports, uh, is going to be potentially sued by an Egyptian lawyer for uh, one billion euros, which is about one point two million U.S. dollars. Uh, for the physical and psychological um, damage that he that Sergio Ramos uh, uh, gave against um, Mo Salah and the people of Egypt, that's too far in my opinion. Uh, and I pretty much all of you, I'm assuming, would agree with me. But I can understand if the fans are very angry about it. Yeah. But taking it to court, that's a it's that's crazy. It's, thing. There's. I think there's even, like, bylaws in FIFA or UEFA that says that an injury sustained in a game is not, you know, uh, is not... Yeah, unless it's, like, the biting ...able to be... You can't sue. Right, it would have to be something... You'd have to, like, pull a gun out from your bag on the sideline or something. So, um, but just, you know, that that someone would even pursue that semi-seriously is... A bit ridiculous. And also, in my opinion, I think it was more just... It was less, it was more of a tangle up, in my opinion. Yeah. Because you can see they were both going hard at it. Yes. Like they should do. Well, it's just unfortunate that Salah decided to get into a tangle up with probably the most aggressive <clears throat> player in the world. Yeah, and, and, you know, some people will say, well, look, uh, Sergio Ramos is kind of hooking his arm around Salah's. But, mm-hmm. but you could also say that or make an argument that Ramos was trying to hold himself up. I mean, Salah kind of went in first. I'm not saying one is right and one is wrong. <clears throat> it's just one of those things that happens. There was absolutely no intent 
I don't think it, it was clear to me that there's no intent to injure anyone. Yeah. Um, and it's just solid took a bad fall. Yeah. Two more things. We can actually see that Sergio Ramos, uh, was on the ground first. Right. He, uh, hit the ground first. Yeah. And then also we can see that it was Sala's right arm that was yes. in that was sort of tangled up. And then he was actually getting treatment for his left right. shoulder. So. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. There. <clears throat> um, all right. Last part of Champions League after the game, Cristiano talking sort of in past tense about Real Madrid, saying um, it was lovely playing for the team, uh, he enjoyed his time there, that sort of stuff. So, uh, was it for attention? Was it he didn't score a goal in the game, didn't get a chance to rip a shirt off uh, like he would have liked to? Um, was that for attention? Mm, honestly, no. Does he like people coming to him and saying, no, 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 don't leave. You're the best player in the world. We love you. Don't go anywhere. He doesn't really need to say that he's going to leave for them to say that. <clears throat> um, honestly, he's he almost says every year, um, <coughs> pretty much since he came to Real, saying, yeah. like, with the Man U, will you go out to Man U? And he always says, you never know. Right. Because there's always that slight chance. But really, we know that since... Real Madrid was his dream yeah. club, so yeah. it's hard to believe that he'll leave at some point for a less, a smaller club, which it's it's smaller on competitive terms. I wouldn't really say smaller by actual money, how it's worth. Yeah, I mean, if he goes to Man U, that's a, pretty much a like for like. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I could see him wanting to go back there, seeing if he can dominate. Um mm-hmm. Uh, England one last time. So, do you think he'll actually leave? No. Okay. I think he'll he'll leave when the year before he's going to retire. Yeah. He's going. I think he's going to leave and go back to Portugal to mm-hmm. play for Sporting. Yeah. Kind of like how Messi will go to Old Boys. Yeah. Just to kind of end his career. Yeah. And kind of look like a national hero. Yeah. Just. Okay. If he did leave, where would he go? If he was going to leave over the summer, or to Man U. Yeah. It's got to be the only place, right? Yeah, if he went to PSG, he would look like a snake, yeah. just like Neymar. There's um, nothing there for him in P- at PSG. There's no places in Italy. Bayern Munich just straight up hate him. Yeah, I don't um, see him fitting into that system anyway. So it, it would have to be somewhere in England, and yeah. he would also look like a snake if he didn't go to Man U. Yeah. So. Um, all right, let's switch gears and go into the championship playoff. So Fulham and Aston Villa meet to get that final third spot for promotion into um, into the Premier League. And uh, Fulham beat Villa 1-0. Sessegnon did not score, but he did have the assist. <clears throat> and we all know uh, what a young star he is. So... Will he be snatched up by a bigger PL team, bigger Premier League team, uh, before the season starts? Well, first of all, it's kind of incredible that we're kind of expecting him to score, yeah. considering his age. <clears throat> um, I think I don't think he will get snatched up this season mm-hmm. uh, if he gives a good performance. Well, I yeah. think he'll give he'll get snatched up next season. Yeah. Um, because I think the big clubs, especially, will want to take a look at him to see how he'll be able to compete. Yeah. Because the championship <clears throat> is a lot different from the Prem. It is. So, either way, if Fulham stay up, he'll look really good. Yeah. Um, and he'll probably get snatched up, in my opinion, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, if they go down, I think he's 
he'll still probably have a decent season. Um, so I say he'll leave either way. It just depends on maybe in a year you. though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I agree with that. <clears throat> All right. So let's then looking at fantasy Premier League. Figure. Let's take a look at the three newly promoted teams. And of course, as we get closer to when the when the fantasy Premier League. Uh, activity truly begins and we can officially go um we'll we'll cover this again but looking at the three newly promoted teams here are some players to look at and and assume that almost all of these are going to be cheaper than most others in their positions um all right first out of cardiff city these are some of their key contributors um first up Cardiff City conceded only 39 goals in a championship over this past season, which is the least in the league, and only 16 of those goals were conceded at home. So pretty solid defense from these guys. First up, Sol Bamba. Clearances, tackles, blocks, and interceptions, <clears throat> he is a bonus points magnet, yeah. really. Mm-hmm. So may not put up big points per game, but he can attract a lot of bonus points. player named Sean Morrison... Um, a lot of clean sheets and has also has the possibility of an attacking threat. So think, you know, uh, Marcus Alonso type. Yeah. He's pretty much just going to be a cheaper version. Yep. He had 50 shots on goal, uh, with seven goal scores, which actually is the same as Marcus Alonso. Joe Rawls. He takes most of Cardiff set pieces, including corners and free kicks. Um, 70 chances created. Uh, from those, as well as he takes penalty kicks, and four of his seven goals last season were scored from the spot. So he's kind of like the Milivojevic or yes. Pascal Gross, a cheap, yes. uh, cheap-ish midfielder, right? Who takes set pieces, so yep. lots of points coming from there. And lastly, Junior Hoylet is a winger, and he's key to their attack, to Cardiff's attack. Ninety-two shots and eighty-five chances created. Both were the most on his team. Those are high numbers. And he was involved in 20 goals, 9, assi- nine goals, 11 assists. So um, lots of points can be generated by Junior. He's also um, had experience <clears throat> in the Premier League before, so yep. since he has knowledge of it, yep. no reason. Knows how to, sure. Uh, definitely an advantage. All right, players to target from Wolverhampton. First up, uh, on the attacking side of things, they had the strongest attack in the championship, 82 goals. And they averaged just over two goals per game. I think it was 2.04 goals per game. So that's those are good numbers. Again, this is in the championship, but figure some of this will carry over into the Premier League. Uh, Ruben Neves had 93 shots for Wolves last season, which is the second most on the team. He likes to take long-range shots. In fact, 90 of the shots he 90 of the 93 shots he took came from outside of the box. So definitely a long-range specialist. And he also takes free kicks for them, obviously. Uh, Diogo Jota, or Hota, is the team's top scorer. He had 17 goals. Had the most shots on the team at 120. So just over Neves. Um, And if he's classified as a midfielder, like we think he might be... um, then he's going to come at a really, really big value. Yeah, so he would fall into the forward midfielder category, as right. we explained. <clears throat> yep. He, a forward 
priced as a midfielder, yeah. basically. Um, and then uh, at the defensive end of things, uh, they also were very strong. They conceded the least number of goals and had 24 clean sheets last season. Wow. So Barry Douglas had 14 assists, which were the most in the championship, and he had the most chances created on his team, which were 72. And he scored five goals. <clears throat> Not too bad. And then Willie Bowley, um, his CBI, which is clearances, blocks, and interceptions, totaled 279. That was the most on the team, giving him the potential for lots of FPL bonus points. And then lastly, we turn to Fulham. Attack-wise, Fulham scored 79 goals, second only to Wolverhampton. Wolverhampton won the league. All right, first up, Ryan Fredericks. Although he's a fullback, he's a forward-thinking one, created 20 chances, all from crosses, which were the most on his team, and that resulted in seven assists. Yep. So definitely think Marcus Alonso again there. <clears throat> Ryan Sessegnon, of course, 15 goals and eight assists this season. He'll be a very, very popular choice among FPL managers. Expect his price to go up in the first couple weeks just for that reason. Yep. Third on our list is Stefan Johansson. Eight goals and nine assists. Only Sessegnon was involved in more goals for this team. Um, he's their main set-piece taker, and his 92 chances were the most on the team. <clears throat> chances created, that is. And then Alexander Mitrovic, who has also spent some time in the Premier League, scored 12 goals in only 20 appearances. He was a transfer from the Premier League, um, and he's their target man. And then defensively, Fulham are not as reliable as the other two promoted teams. So stick to the attacking players when you're choosing players from Fulham. Yep. But there's a lot of potential value in those, what, 12 names that we just listed. Sure. So we'll repost that. We'll also post it all on Instagram. Check us out at Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. Keep your comments coming. Keep listening to this podcast and please follow us on instagram too if you haven't already and i think that's gonna do it yeah yep all right guys until next time we say peace peace goodbye <laughs>